Welcome and well-being to the people of Newham. It is time for your podcast about mental health. I, Naf Said, is here and we hope you are hearing us well and with well-being in mind. INAF stands for Independent Newham Users Forum, which is a registered charity based in the heart of East London, providing mental health services to Newham-based residents in order to promote, promote mental health recovery, support well-being and develop recovery strategies for individuals. Today we are being controlled by MKH Inc. Hello. With our presenters, Michael Ahern. Hi. And Trevor Jones. Hello. And I am Stephen Kerr, and we're going to talk, um, we're going to follow on from the last podcast and talk about, generally about conspiracy theories and reasons why people believe in them. Okay then, so, Trevor, yep. why do people believe in conspiracy theory? I don't know, I think people like the idea that there's something outside of themselves that's bigger than themselves, that's interested interesting to engage with particularly if it's not something that you've learned at school as well okay um do you think there are any dangers in believing in conspiracy theory um i think the first danger in believing in a conspiracy theory is that kind of alternate reality where it's um there's something that's kind of in a gray area of being fake or unproven and people trying to use it as a series of facts I think that's one of the big problems about conspiracy theories okay Michael do you have um, any thoughts about conspiracy theories do you, do you believe in any conspiracy theories <laughs> I, I think more for myself I think it's more that some people don't want to just face, re- face the plain truth it's easier to sort of go oh no this is a conspiracy because Mm. Instead of sort of going, no, it's just life is just rubbish in at, <laughs> rubbish at time. Mm. It's not a conspiracy. It's just maybe how you're living your life. Yeah. Being okay. Sorry. Okay. Um. It. First of all, I think we need to like have a barometer of what a conspiracy theory is. So, are we talking about someone who believes in aliens? Or somebody who believes that the government is putting um, cocaine in all of our um, in, in all of supply. our in all of our water supply, so we become addictive mm-hmm. and have addictive behavioural traits. Okay. Um, would you would you classify? So what I'm trying to say. What conspiracy theory do you believe in? But that's what I'm saying. So I. I I believe there's aliens out there. Would that be classified as a conspiracy theory? No, because that's um that's um based on uh, the numbers isn't it I mean I mean I kind of believe in aliens not just because of what you said but I think there's got to be a mathematical probability that there's another planet out there yeah, somewhere that, that, yeah, that's harbouring that, life yeah, that harbours life like yeah. here there's more solar systems like ours in the universe than there are grains of sand mm. on our planet mm. so that would suggest there probably is going to be life somewhere so, so no that's not conspiracy theory but does that mean there's a formula behind conspiracy theories where you can do you can calculate it's truth with a mathematical yeah so problem. when does something stop becoming a conspiracy theory like are all religions conspiracy theories well um, there was someone that you said that um, I'm not sure if you said it or you quoted from somebody else we're saying um, the difference between a cult and a religion is that a religion's got more members or something like that religion's just got history hasn't yeah it? it's, got, it's got history yeah, on yeah. its side and more members but, but no but that's a different thing that's more about control I think like, the Abrahamic religions have been 
uh, founded basically as as a control a way to control the people. Mm. But and that's a different thing than being a conspiracy theory. Mm. So yeah, so maybe I'm getting modelled up. So what what is what is the kind of you know? Um, I mean, uh, the famous one is um, the nine eleven. Uh, conspiracy theory that actually the American government brought down the towers. Oh, yeah. because of the way they fell. Yeah, because mm. they didn't fall properly. <laughs> or how how people interpret buildings should fall when when planes go into them. Yeah, because yeah, there was that, con- that kind of that construction or controlled theory, controlled, controlled explosions. explosions. Yeah. Um, of course, you have to think about the amount of people needed to go into those buildings to plant the um, explosives and and (laughs) Elsa had the conspiracy theory that oh how comes no Jews were in the building on Mm. the day that the Twin Towers fell what did they know that no one else they're doing a survey they did (laughs) yeah yeah they they, they said that no no Jewish person I don't know how to calculate that because I'm I'm sure there's there must have been people that died with Jewish ancestry that got filtered out but yeah they said no person that was practicing Judaism went into work on the day that the Twin Towers fell down. Yeah, that I've, I've got a thing here. Um, there's a bit of a definition we could use. Yes, Acc- please. According to the political scientist Michael Barkin, there, spelled B-A-R-K-U-N, conspiracy theories rely on the view that the universe is governed by design and embody three principles. Nothing happens by accident, nothing is as it seems, and everything is connected. Another common feature is that conspiracy theories evolve to incorporate whatever evidence against them so that they become, as Barkin writes, a closed system that is unfalsifiable and therefore a matter of faith than proof. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good definition. I mean, I, that is a kind of worrying definition as well of if you've got evidence against something that's happened or against a belief system, it just can't be challenged on any level. And um, that's a worrying thing about conspiracy theories, but that's what the essence is. A, it's the backbone of a conspiracy theory that you can't you can't refute it, isn't it? Well, no, you can refute it, but um, conspiracy theories don't allow you to refute it because they they see your evidence as, as what you would say because you're part of the establishment, and that that's what. I I, I always so, but I'm gonna I'm gonna show my ignorance here, and I, I felt yeah. that. Um, that definition muddied the, more, the waters even further for me. But uh, so, can I try this one? A conspiracy theory is an explanation of an event or situation that invokes an unwarranted conspiracy, generally one involving an illegal or harmful act carried out by a government or other powerful actors. Again, a lot of words that just yeah. just that just um, make my my head very cloudy. <laughs> so, so my my. my definition of conspiracy theory would be um just saying something contrary mm. to something that's already been proven mm. so for example or something that's already been it's already believed rather than proven i think mm. well, yeah well that, so flat earthers for example yeah yeah um we, we've seen pictures taken from various Face, Sat- man. S- satellites, yeah. So, yeah, and flat earthers would, would would look at that and say, "Well, before we go on, have we got any flat earthers here?" Not to put any pressure on anyone, because I'm a I'm a world is round type of guy. I'm more of a um, sort of obloid. Yeah. What's yeah. the obloid theory? <laughs> it's just it's the shape of the earth. It's oh, slightly okay. egg-like. Okay. 
Yeah, is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, Michael, are you are you a flat earther? I don't know. I'm looking that up now. Could they put <laughs> something on the New York Post that's sort of game? But the thing is, they, the fl- they, 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 they're questioning scientists who say it isn't. Mm. But the thing is, I think flat earth, uh, sorry to cut across you, but I think the flat earth has evolved from a different theory yeah. about the, um, the world is a projection and we're seeing the reflection of the oh, light no, of that no, projection. Now, I think this there was another there was another theory that came before the the new flat earth theory, which it well I suppose it's not new because Christopher Columbus was setting sail around the world to disprove the flat earth. But uh, okay, what did Christopher Columbus do? The flat flat earth um, hasn't been a thing for thousands of years. Why, why, why e- even the Greeks knew that the Earth is round. But weren't it Galileo or something round? No, Galileo's um, great heresy was to say that the that the Earth wasn't the uh, center of the universe, and that okay. we actually going around the sun. Because mm. everyone before them thought we, the everything rotated around, around the sun, around the Earth. Yeah. Because we're that self centered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but so <laughs> what? How do flat Earthers explain? The sun and the moon in the sky. Do they think that's just a sticker they're, up there? Yeah, they think they're just up there. Yeah, just no, that just is there. that is amazing. Like a light in the lights in the sky. That is amazing. And that's almost like. But the I, 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 I don't know. I think it's more. I think flat Earth society started out as mm. a skeptical, mm. um, a group. It wasn't about saying that the Earth is flat. Cause they mm. didn't believe it. They mm. just the flat Earth society was just about challenging. Mm. Um, uh, scientific science. the things that we take for granted yeah whereas in the last few years suddenly it's come on again as a theory but the thing is to, for flat earth to exist I mean there was that theory about the Stanley Kubrick film in the moon landings mm. um, if people are not aware um, apparently there's reference to it in a film that he did called The Shining but the idea is that before he made that film um, the government um, he wasn't commissioned to do the shine unless he did a particular film that made America look like they won the space race with the Russians. But, but the shining came out in 1980, and the the, um, the film to the movie the, 1968. Yeah, yeah, but apparently so it took him a long time for them to let him make the shining. If yeah, yeah, the, but apparently that was the <laughs> film that they wanted him to make. I think before I think so. The Shining is his reference. Uh, some people see the conspiracies. Wait, the shi- is oh, it just the kids' jumper? Is that it? No, no. What it is, um, <laughs> the history is supposed to be, Stanley Kubrick went to make a film and he was a prominent or preeminent filmmaker who understood lenses and the craft of filmmaking. He was approached by the government to make a specific film to make it look like the Americans landed on the moon. Then he, and this delayed apparently the filming of Space Odyssey 2001 because Stanley Kubrick is a bit of a geek and he plans his films years in advance. But then after Space Odyssey 2001, he then made the horror film The Shining, which was so far removed from Stephen King's original work that he actually peppered it with um, details of um, the moon landing such as the rocket on the boys jumper and the kind of the landing pad designed carpet in the shining and stuff do you think maybe Stanley Kubrick might have been taking the mick he could have been taking the mick but the the, the thing I'm trying to bring it back to is the fact that for a flat earther to believe that the sun and the moon is this kind of light that's hanging in the sky it's like an extension of almost this this moon landing was filmed in a film studio therefore this earth that we live on is filmed in an even, in, in an even greater film studio or parking well, lot well I mean I think flat earthers agree that the things in the sky around but we're just not 
But where? But the thing is, where they must have to say like, what? What's the power source behind the light in the sky? If they are yeah. to say that, I mean, it is probably hard to imagine the sun as a self-perpetuating ball of energy for some people who are not familiar with science. But mm. it seems like with conspiracy theory, you have to. It, it you know what it feels like to me? Conspiracy theories are an informed person who's got an understanding of how the world works, how science works, telling less informed people a different version of the truth. And those people just kind of um, uh, believe in it. Almost like um, the ancient cave dwellers um, believing that the shadows uh, that were being cast on the wall from the fire were, were spirit gods, as opposed to like just stepping outside the cave and seeing <laughs> what the rest of the world looked like. Well, um you should go back to your point because I, 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 t- I probably for you totally no it. no and I, I think um, you, you had some some great points there but you still haven't explained why um, climate change is real why is climate change real <laughs> Michael <laughs> that's another thing I know you're itching to jump in on that question <laughs> I, I'm still I'm still going through this flat earth <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I'm you, sure you, a lot of people you're, are you're out there you're down a massive rabbit hole with that stuff yeah. that is unbelievable so Climate change. What do you want to? What do you want to say about climate change? Well, that's not real, is it? That, that's that's a conspiracy theory. That that. So the, the general consensus is by by a majority of scientists out there is that climate change is a real thing, but you'll have conspiracy theories like the 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 leader of the free world say global warming is fake, and climate change is not a real thing. Do you know what I, I think with the fossil fuels that have been used? Um, around the world, and that's the freaking president since, since the thousand, since the last let's say, let's say hundred years. I think it's possible that the fossil fuels they've got to go somewhere a little bit like the waste, the plastic waste and debris that's still slushing around um, the seas of the South Pacific. So I think the the burnt fossil fuels they probably have to go somewhere. Yes, up in the air, and I think yeah, it's probably creating pollution, and it's quite likely it's having an effect on the ozone layer. And if the ozone layer was the thing. That was protecting the earth from the um, I don't know the rays of the sun. It's possible if that layer gets reduced or there's a hole in it, the temperature is probably going to go up at some point because and, of our proximity. And the president of the United States yeah. doesn't believe in global warming, and, wow. and certainly that the person that he's he he's employed to be the head of. EPA, yeah. which is the Environmental Protection Agency in America, yeah. definitely doesn't believe in, in climate change or global warming. Wow. So, I mean, the thing is, so polar caps melt is it's it not enough. Doesn't that tie into, though, um, Trump trying to reinvigorate kind of a coal mining and that sort of thing in America? And yeah. so that's why he says it, it doesn't but, exist. So, But let me say this. Does that mean um, Donald Trump's position as president to kind of let's say perpetuate or extend let's say global corporations to continue using fossil fuels and fossil fuels and coal a lot of fools in there yeah yeah i mean is, is that is that a conspiracy theory in itself to say I, it's um, very he's hard. a puppet of um it's very in, hard to donald industry. trump because he is literally a moron yeah. yeah so you don't know whether he's been told to say this whether he actually thinks this or yeah. you know just but is anything that donald trump does a conspiracy theory or does that is that is he like a wild card president he's wild card president okay <laughs> I mean, um, I, I'm interested in other conspiracy theories. I mean, I think one... I mean, he's not clever enough to, to be involved in a conspiracy theory. 
You think so? Because he'd but almost would... certainly give himself away very quickly on Twitter. But the <laughs> thing is, isn't the idea of a conspiracy theory that the the powers that be are always in the background, in the shadows, behind the yeah, curtain, I the conspiracy... and there's somebody else who's the face of the problem, such as a Donald Trump, but there might be like a, let's say a Bilderberg group or a Rothschilds or some other rich family who are just, no one oh, really knows their movements. don't go down that road. The Rothschilds, <laughs> yeah. you're going there. We, were, we already jumped down one rabbit hole, so we might as well jump down a few damn. more. The New World Order. The New World Order. Yeah. Well, there, there was a, when I was... Um, or the Old World Order, because they've been around for ages, by the looks of it. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, they were Joy just, Division I, I, before, and then uh, they yeah. became was, New, <laughs> New World. <laughs> I was indicating, but yeah, let me yeah. just get one more point out. When I was um, <laughs> when I was at university, I used to go to university uh, with a lot of, um, and it, this was in two thousand and four. Mm. So when the Iraq War was kicking off, mm. and um, so I went, I, I went to class with a lot of Muslim people, and mm. it was their theory that. Um, all so George Bush, Tony Blair, and all of the Clintons yeah. were secret Jews, and they were all related. Wow! In some way, where they were all same bloodline. Yeah, like second or third cousins, and that that's why they they were. It, it didn't take much for them to go and hold hands and go and and. Yeah. and and carpet bomb Iraq. Wow. That was a massive conspiracy theory for a, a lot of Muslims what, back then. What, yeah. What, what is a secret Jew? A Jew <laughs> no, so so Tony Blair, he he's he, his ancestry is from Scotland. Yeah. So he hasn't come out as a Jew. so the, the the a secret Jew is that a Jew that has ancestry like a grandparent or something oh, that is Jewish, but yeah. they they're keeping it secret no, because it, it all feeds he into the whole himself as a catholic doesn't yeah he? exactly yeah. so he's a catholic that yeah so he was a protestant that then converted to, to being catholic so it all feeds into the whole thing about jewish people running the world to the point where if you are jewish and you are powerful sometimes you gotta just keep it a secret that's <laughs> yeah, being a secret oh, okay. that's interesting. i mean the whole kind of jewish runs the world thing comes it, it comes from a that come from a non-fiction uh, no a fiction book or a fiction play from the 1800s okay. which was um, got regurgitated as the Protocols of Zion and Protocols of Zion are the things that is, is what anti-Semitic people think is the truth it's about Jews trying to take over the world yeah. very quietly yeah. but it's all based on a fictional book yeah, that, that came out. I wish I had the. I was and perhaps there's a template for Mein Kampf yeah, as yeah, well. Uh, yeah. It's just it, it's so ridiculous anti-Semitism because mm. it's based on this. It's originally based on this 19th century play. Yeah, that's fictional and wasn't even about Jews, but right. then got. I wish I could explain this better. Hijacked. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. became the Protocols of Zion, and everyone thinks the Protocols of Zion are an actual thing yeah. put together by Zionists in the late 19th century. Yeah. As a, as a way to is like a secret plan to take over the world mm. when it, it was all a rubbish made up by a, an anti-Semitic person yeah trying to uh, who wrote a play mm. and so uh, anything that comes from that is, is but it's, it's just like it's just like race like the the person that invented 
different categories of race was yeah. just trying to prove that white people were intellectually superior to everyone else yeah well so, i think the dsm4 which is um i think a psychology uh book or guidance system for uh, mental health um predominantly did a lot of its uh research uh on subjects with um uh from white middle class backgrounds or white working class backgrounds and anything that was graded lower beyond than what was acceptable uh as like being mentally well uh was seen as um uh not a very good look as it were or not a very good um score but um that meant that people who weren't english speaking and from different cultures who then did the same tests on the DSM-4, I think it was, um, they never answered uh, questions in the appropriate way, so they got lower scores, which it's like meant IQ they were tests. more likely to um, uh, get uh, results as having meant, being mentally unwell. So, for example, um, I think one of the questions was, what's the difference between a canine and a feline? And um, I think a lot of people said, oh, well, um, cats... Uh, the the proper answer is that um, felines are cats and uh, uh, dogs are canine. Whereas I think um, I think a lot of people from different cultures answered uh, cats meow and uh, dogs bark. But because they answered it in that particular way, um, they got lower scores and were classified as being more likely to have a mental health issue. But it's like with uh, American IQ tests. So um, native. Americans are going to fail it because mm. you, they ask questions like "Who discovered America?" Yeah. Obviously, Native Americans not going to say, "Yeah, exactly." So, it, it, like IQ tests are set up for certain people to win and others to fail. Mm. Um, I, I, just, just going back to what I was saying, just so yeah, yeah. I can Let's stick to clarify my, the, yeah. the um, kind of gibber I was saying earlier. Okay, the protocols of the Elders of Zion. Mm. Um, is an anti-Semitic fabricated text purporting to describe a Jewish plan for global domination. The forgery mm. was first published in Rashri 1903, translated into multiple languages and disseminated internationally in the early part of the 20th century. Mm. According to the claims made by some of its publishers, the protocols are the minutes of a late 19th century meeting where Jewish leaders discussed their goal of global Jewish hegemony by subverting the morals of Gentiles and by controlling the press and the world's economies. Henry Ford funded printing of 500,000 copies. Wow. Uh, Henry Ford obviously being a famous anti-Semite. Uh, we're just, talking about Henry T. Ford, the, yeah, the, yeah. the maker of the, the Ford brand yeah, car, famous in America. fan as well. Wow. That were distributed throughout <laughs> the United States in the 1920s. The Nazis sometimes used the protocols as propaganda against Jews. It was assigned by some Jewish teachers as if factual to be read by German school children after the Nazis came to power in 1933, wow. despite having been exposed as fraudulent by the Times of London as far back as 1921. Wow. It is widely available today in numerous languages in print and on the internet and continues to be presented by some proponents as a genuine document. And this is the wow. the, the, the basis of all the anti-Semitism that we've seen yeah. um, in the last like 100 or so years. Well, that's what you get for Henry Ford's uh, <laughs> conveyor belt mentality of... Pre reproduction, did, isn't it? Did you say that started in Russia? Yeah. No. <laughs> Russia has a strong and rich history of anti Semitism, <laughs> yeah. and they exported that all throughout the whole Soviet 
yeah. uh, union where those countries still hold large anti-Semitic views even yeah. after the fall of the, the Iron Curtain or whatever the case may be. Yeah. You, you speak to anyone from those countries and they still hold these, these views that wow. were so first disseminated by the Russian... Um, so it's transitioned different generations now, isn't it? Yeah, no, definitely. Like, I used to... Um, <laughs> like you speak so I used to go out with uh, a Romanian girl yeah um, and you see someone how they speak about Jewish people and like, Jesus Christ like you really believe this yeah. Bulgarians I've met they they um, <laughs> yeah. they believe the same thing about I, I was doing um, I, I was doing some volunteering at London City Airport yeah and you had a lot of Orthodox Jews mm. using London City Airport to go back and forth to Zurich yeah and like I, I, I was, um, I was stationed with a Bulgarian guy, mm. and like every so often, whenever we see a large number of Orthodox Jews coming through the um, arrivals, ah, oh, look at these people. What have they got in their suitcases? <laughs> you think, oh my gosh, don't, don't you, don't you get bored well, saying this? I get, yeah. I'm bored hearing yeah. this. It's like a script. I suppose, yeah, isn't it's it? like, yeah, yeah. So it's all a memorized script. So it's, it's, it's unfortunate and it's, it's sad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how do we land this? I mean, what are we looking for? Are I mean, we looking for a solution? Is that more to do with kind of Israel's influence in the Middle East and Israel being quite right wing and quite aggressive? I, I think, yeah. yeah, so I think that's the yeah, unhealthy byproduct that because, especially the current regime, uh, no, the current government of Israel, so Netanyahu, Netanyahu he, he is like, yeah. yeah, he he he's a, he's a he's a neoconservative in his approach to the world, and that is that in itself is um, so people that already don't like Jewish people are using yeah. that that mm. particular president to beat Jewish people over the head. When you actually speak to a large majority of of Jewish people living in Israel, they're saying they don't want this either. Yeah, like, yeah, I've, yeah. I've 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 watched um, like marches of. Muslim and Jewish women saying let's stop the violence like come on like people mm. are actually dying yeah. but um, yes yeah, it's, it's just unfortunate that that current government's in at the moment because you, you look back before um, I can't remember the, um, the president that died of a, a brain he, oh Ariel Sharon yeah so he, he, he was he was willing to meet with Arafat yeah. and stuff like that Mm. Yeah. And that that was that was the path that they should have followed, but I, yeah. I don't know. That, yeah. Yeah, they, I got, mean, they got massive support from um, fundamental American Christians. Mm. Yeah, I'm just to concur with you. Because um, do you know why? Do, yeah. do you know why there is this American focus on Israel? Why? It's because they believe that um, once the G- all the Jews are back into Israel, then Jesus will, will come, come back. again. Yeah, yeah. Come. yeah. So yeah. that's the whole plan. They, they, they oh, send Americans over to live in Israel, yeah, just because they're trying to get more Jews, get all the Jews back in. So yeah. Jesus, is unbelievable. Come back yeah, yeah I unbelievable. mean, I just want to concur that the new anti-Semitism is a, about the simultaneous um, a manifestation of opposition to Zionism and the state of Israel as it is. And um, any criticism of Israel by various individuals or world bodies is tantamount to demonization, and that tends to be seen as coming from either the far left, Islamism, or the far right. Um, one thing I did want to say is I've I've been told I've I've spoken to a, a couple of Muslim friends, and um, they informed me that um, they believe the problem with um, the is the Israeli-Palestine situation is that. Um, there's this belief 
Um, I'm not sure if it's normal Muslim culture, but it was certainly with the Muslim guys that I was speaking to, that the Americans want to get back into Palestine because apparently there's a holy grail or something like that underneath some ground or cave inside that kind of Palestine area. Huh? Are you talking about the dome on the rock? I'm not sure if it's the dome on the rock, but um, it's this idea that um, the holy grail really exists and it's underneath uh, Palestine somewhere. Oh, okay, the holy grail. So it's like um, if they give... I think it ties in with the... um, the Jesus returning uh, theory, but um, <laughs> the, Holy, the Holy Grail being the cup that Jesus drank out of. Yeah, the last yeah, supper. yeah. But I think the the Holy Grail is so not ridiculous. some kind of um, is is it's not a cup. It's like some other kind of ornament or symbol device. And also, I just wanted to say that um, in heart Yahoo, is yeah. that, is, am I pronouncing yeah, yeah, Yahoo? I I I think he he likes ramping up the tension. Uh, yeah anti-Semitic tension because it's perfectly legitimate to criticise a world leader in terms of how they um, uh, how they execute their military operations um, criticising him for that doesn't make you anti-Semitic but he he, yeah. he as well as people that are anti-Semitic are happy grouping all those things together yeah. and um just ramping up the tension to to, to a fever pitch. So yeah. um yeah he, he he indulges in that as well. He, he you can see him on the world stage saying, yeah. Oh well, well this is anti Semitic that they're yeah. they they're, they're saying this. But no, like you you're being a bit of a dick over there. Yeah. Like come on. Like wake up. Yeah. And um since the first person to congratulate Trump when he pulled out of the Iran deal was yeah. was the Israeli pri- prime minister. So Okay. That's 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 not that's not good for for anyone. Um, that 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 deal was to make the whole world safe, and um, and, and just the cavalier way that Trump pulled out of it was just a disgrace. Um, I just want to come back to Michael because um, there's been a lot of head scratching go- coming from his corner. How are you getting on with that flat earth? <laughs> no, 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 he's fell flat. No, 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 I found a new one. You found a new one. What's the new theory that you found? Basically, the world's hollow. Oh, oh yeah, hollow okay. and, and then it's supposed to be somewhere in the middle where <laughs> there's a dark centre too. Sort of same where Vikings went. <laughs> People escaped from World War Two, and it was that, that when you see a UFO, they're basically coming out of like the centre part of it. This is like a journey to the centre of the earth. JJ like, yeah. like Abrams like lost. Theories. There's one called the Mandela effect. Yeah, where some people are convinced that Nelson Mandela died. Much longer ago than he did. Okay. Something's happened since to change time. Okay. And they remember Mandela being a dead sometimes sometimes in the nineties. Well, yeah. When he was in prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They remember him dying before, and now suddenly he's he died like you know. I don't know. Five, but it's it's not now. it's not just the Mandela effect. I think the Mandela effect is something that happens elsewhere. Like people oh, yeah. thinking. For example, if Sylvester Stallone doesn't do a film for like six years, like he died um, of cancer so long ago, not realising he's oh. still alive making films and stuff. Do, do you remember like years ago, I don't know if you were fans of Keenan and Kel, but when yeah. they said that Kel died in a, a car crash. Yeah. I actually cried at school when that yeah. happened. I was like, oh my gosh, that was my favourite TV but, show. But the, the thing about the Mandela effect though, is that people kind of, like let's say the the Kel person died from Keenan and Kel or Sylvester Stallone died mm-hmm. there's people coming out saying yeah I remember when it happened it's so sad mm-hmm. as if it was a real memory yeah, yeah. because it's been physically written down in the space 
where they can see it, which has a certain amount of authority. But um, how are we going to land this? What what do we say about um, conspiracy theories? Um, I, I think the thing of conspiracy. I, I, I mean, I, when I was younger and I, f- I first kind of started reading about this stuff, it seemed exciting. Oh, perhaps he didn't land on the moon. Yeah, you know, and mm. it was fun to kind of see these, to see um, people pointing out stuff like, oh, why doesn't the flag flutter? Just being contrary, like that. Yeah, and, yeah. You, and you kind of, oh yeah, perhaps we didn't land on the moon. But then once you um, look into it, you kind of, oh okay. But Cause the other they, thing they about, can be fun, and I think people like the fun. I just want to say something about the flag fluttering because I think wasn't that something to do with the frame rate? Because it was they, like a really they, bad... they made a metal frame for the flag so that it would it would stay, stay, still. stay still. Oh, and it wouldn't and flutter, it so you could fall. see, so you could see the flag. No, it would just fall because there's no atmosphere. So. Yeah, there so you go, like no that. atmosphere. And that was the um, the reason why. Yeah, uh, but so they can be fun when you're younger, but yeah, people seem to cling on to them, and it makes them angry. Yeah, and they get. And it ends up with people like Alex Jones, and um... but isn't that a good metaphor that when it comes to conspiracy theories, we need to see the metal poles and structure yeah, behind yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, these theories? Otherwise, we're just gonna fo- if you stand if you stand for I nothing, mean, you fall it's good for everything. To question sort of authority, but I think that's more of a job for investigative journalists, yeah, than it is for me in my bedroom who suddenly thinks they've worked out nine eleven, yeah, when. <laughs> It's yeah, yeah. But it can be fun, but also dangerous. MKH, yeah. what's your what's your feeling about conspiracy theories? How do we land this? Um, I think it's 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 fun. Yeah, and I, I I've um I've made a decision in my life not to consume any news. Yeah, because news is designed to make you feel sad mm. and vulnerable, and um, basically adhere to any new laws that the that your government brings in yeah. and conspiracy theories are, are essentially the same thing but mm. just not mm. based in any fact whatsoever so i just i just ignore it all but yeah, yeah. It, uh, more power to you if you can come up with new amazing um conspiracy theories like hollow pla- hollow earth <laughs> yeah because what that's amazing yeah <laughs> that's brilliant <laughs> i mean for me i would just say like um in this world of like super intense distribution of information I think the first thing for me is just trying to understand the difference between real news and fake news and just working out to to tell the difference between both because I mean we talk about fake news now but it's probably existed in um, in more places than one but Romans it seems like to do it. yeah but it seems like they're sharing exactly the same platforms with exactly the same um, uh, media production and quality control so I think it's best not to get dragged along with the tide of this is something new that I didn't know about so it must be true so I think that's one of the first areas I've got to check myself and I hope other people do as well when it comes to conspiracy theory but I think it, yeah conspiracy theory is there to make suggestions but I don't think you should just adopt it as the plain sailing truth Michael, I I'm sort of looking at a mock version of oh what, flat what, earth with yeah, the um yes frozen yes I'm just looking at it yeah so it's like a flat earth but um it's instead kind, of being round kind of like in a bowl <laughs> in a bowl with an ice so we're we're in a snow globe is that what no no it's kind of we have ice all around the edges basically, which is... basically they come up with the, 
that was. Oh yeah, so I saw that. We got ice. So is that does that prevent us from ever leaving this flat surface? Well, we got to get there and have a look. So it's over the top of those ice. Oh my god, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's that's a lot of thought being put into that 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 picture. Definitely. <laughs> well, well, we've had a, we've had that Elvis has still been knocking around, yeah. ain't it, for years? Well, to be fair, if Elvis didn't die on that toilet, he would have been dead by now anyway. Because wouldn't he have been like ninety or something? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna give people two web links if they're interested in following this up. Um, there's a website called www.psychologytoday.com they have a title called Why Do People Believe in Conspiracy Theories it's an article from 6th of January 2018 if anyone wants to read into that that's on www.psychologytoday.com Why Do People Believe in Conspiracy Theories also uh, there's a website called climate.nasa.gov that's climate.nasa.gov forward slash evidence forward slash and that's if anyone wants to find out more about climate change and how do we know there's some interesting facts and articles there um, if anyone is interested in how climate change works or what it's been like over the last 20 years okay then so that's enough for that um, so say thank you to um, Trevor thank you uh, bye Michael see ya bye MKA Chink. Uh, thank you for having me. And um, I've been Stephen Code. This was an I Enough Said. And um, watch the skies. And our website is www.ienough.org. Thank you very much and see you next time.